Welcome, everyone, to the Human Glue Podcast. I am your host, Matt Martinez, and on this show, we talk about the beauty of human connection, or as I like to call it, human glue. We cover everything related to how human connection happens, why it happens, and how we can connect better with others to live more fulfilling lives. Hello and welcome everyone to the Human Glue Project Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to go over how to be the person that makes friends easily. So I'm going to give seven quick tips and tricks into how we can better achieve this. Kicking it off with number one, think about this question. What would you think if you were approached by yourself? The reason I ask this is, I did my research here. Psychotherapist Richard E. Tony, he mentions that the first impression sets the stage on whether or not a person will be communicating with you. And this can happen as quickly as the first five seconds. So you have five seconds to dictate the remainder of your conversation. So when you're approaching someone, ask yourself this question as a litmus test. What would you think if you were approached by yourself? If you're smiling, seems like a good sign to me. When people approach me, I like to think that they're approaching me for for something good. So if they're smiling, I'm more inclined to interact with them, right? But if someone's frowning or if someone looks angry, I can only assume the worst. So essentially the key here is your facial expression. If someone is grimacing and frowning, you're really not likely to communicate with that person because they don't appear approachable. Why do you think they have dancers smile when they're on stage? Why do you think they have TV hosts and people on TV Uh, portray themselves happy and and smiley, right? They want to make sure that the audience is able to resonate with them. Same thing with you and same thing with the first five seconds of that initial interaction. So always keep that in mind. Tip number two, take the lead. So this applies to, to in two ways. When you're meeting someone for the first time and also after you've gotten to know someone, even even if it's just a little bit. So I'm going to go over the first thing, which is the more short term. So taking the lead in the short term, when you first meet someone, I'm going to go ahead and use school as an example. So on the first day of school, the majority of people realistically, they're pretty shy. They don't want to talk. They don't want to interact with other people. They're afraid of what other people might think, right? But the reality is, especially freshman year, especially freshman year, the reality is, is that the majority of people, if not all people, want to meet other new friends. So the only issue here is that the majority of people don't want to take that first step. So you have, let's say, 30, 40, 100, 200 people in a classroom, and all of them are thinking the same thing. They don't want to take that initial first step. You know, I I mean, honestly, I can think right now about whenever a teacher says, hey, let's do an icebreaker. I can say without a doubt, maybe like 80% of the class, you know, starts to groan and moan and is like, "Ah, I don't want to do that, right? So the reality is, is even though most people want to make new friends, they don't want to take that first step. So tip number two, take the lead. Don't be afraid to make that first interaction. Don't be afraid to reach your hand out and say hello, right? Something that I personally like to do is every semester and every semester that I'm in college and that I continue to go to college, I always do this. I always do this one thing. I go 360. So 
From the moment that I choose a seat in class, I make a conscious effort to sit somewhere where there's a lot of people. Now, once the class starts to fill up, as soon as the seats next to me, in front of me, behind me, they start to fill up, that's when I do my 360 rotation. I'll tap the person in front of me and I'll say, hey, excuse me, nice to meet you. My name's Matt. Uh, Blah, 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 blah. And we'll go on and have a conversation. After I meet that person, I'll talk to the next person, the person to the right of me, then behind me, then to the left of me. Right, but the idea is, is I get this full circle of people that I talk to. And I make sure that I have a conversation with all of them before class starts. Because again, people are nervous. People don't want to take that first step. So you have to, right? Another thing that I like to do is as soon as I start to include the people behind me, in front of me, to the left and to the right of me, is I try to find a theme. I try to find something that unites all those people and then make it a group conversation. And when you're able to take the lead and when you're able to make a group out of something, that resonates very, very deeply. The fact that you were able to do it first, the fact that you didn't care what other people thought, and the fact that you were able to make friends instantly and quickly. Now, I mentioned the long term, right? So what does this look like in the long term, taking the lead? What I mean by that is in anything you do in the next or the following interactions, take the lead. Usually in a group of new people, people are reluctant to make a joke or they're reluctant to say certain things because they haven't found you know, the boundaries yet. But the reality is if you take that first step, if you are the one testing the boundaries, you'll be a whole lot more memorable than everyone else in the group. So don't be afraid to take the lead on any, on anything from, from comedy to opening up to being more vulnerable. Be the one that takes the lead. All right, tip number three, dive deep. I personally feel like I want to blow my brains out when people are one-dimensional and talk about one or two things. You know, I feel like nowadays it's, hey man, instead of the weather, it's, what's your favorite show on Netflix? Uh, the Office, Friends, great. Everybody watches that. You know, nothing against The Office and Friends, though, because those are two of my favorite shows on this planet. So nothing against those people. But when you can only talk about one thing, it can get kind of boring, right? Um, it's, it's really difficult to listen to people when all they talk about is one thing. So don't be afraid when meeting new people to dive deep. I believe the difference between making a friend or the difference actually between an acquaintance and a friend is the quality of your interactions and the quality of your conversation. You have the friends in class where you only talk about the homework and you only talk about the schoolwork. So in that person's mind, you're just a quote unquote school friend. If you wanna move away from that, then move the conversation away from that, right? Move the conversation into deep areas, move the conversation in topics like family, Move the conversation into topics about what they're passionate about. Move the conversation into things that they're scared about, they're afraid about, you know, things that are going on in their life, right? Don't be afraid to dive deep. And don't be afraid to dive deep early, too. I think there's a common misconception that you have to wait a certain amount of time before you you talk about certain things. I don't think so. I don't think that's the case. I think as long as you present yourself with the right demeanor, as long as you present yourself honestly and genuinely, you can ask someone you know, whatever you want within reason. Obviously, you can't ask certain things certain times, but let's not go into that. So to recap again, tip number three, dive deep. Don't be afraid to actually dive deep into the conversation. Don't be afraid to go beyond being just a quote-unquote school friend, right? There's a reason there's an old adage like, you know, talking about the weather and how that's the, that's small talk, right? You don't want to make small talk. If you're making small talk, you're going to have a small friendship. 
So don't be afraid to dive deep and don't be afraid to ask those question, questions early on in the relationship. Tip number four, be mindful of your questions. So I know I just talked about you know asking these different questions, but there's something you need to keep in mind. This is not an interview, right? So I feel uncomfortable when people you know, ask me rapid fire questions. I feel like I'm being interrogated, right? So be mindful of that when you're talking to someone new, right? Just because there's a pause in the conversation doesn't mean you need to fill it up with a question. Be mindful of how many questions have been asked, you know, and, and be understanding that, you know, it's, it's a new interaction. So be careful of how many questions you actually ask. You don't want to turn it into, you don't want to turn it into an interview and you want to make sure that that person actually has room and time to speak. If you think about your, your regular friendships and people that you've been friends with for a long time, it's not just you asking the questions, right? You exchange stories, you ask questions at the right times, and then you allow for natural breaks in the conversation. So make sure that when you're interacting with someone new, you're not turning into a detective. All right, tip number five, let your guard down. This one I'm, I'm pretty good at. <laughs> and people will tell you, I will spit out everything. I'm a, I'm a pretty open book. I, but I th essentially, I think it's interesting to observe people who have just met because it usually starts with some small talk and, you know, one person or the other person doesn't want to open up and it's, it's pretty, pretty boring, I would say. So the way that you can, you know, speed track, you can speed up this relationship is opening up, let your guard down, right? When you share something vulnerable about yourself, that opens the door to a more meaningful and open and genuine conversation. I'll share a story. I think it was my second semester of my, no, yes, no. It was my first semester of my second year at CSUCI. And in the class, it was the first day of class, the teacher had given us, I think, 10 to 15 minutes to talk uh, to someone in class. And it just so happened that I got paired up with one of my now good friends, and I'm going to call him John Smith because I'm not not sure if he'll want me to share this part of the episode. But nonetheless, his name is John Smith. And essentially, the teacher gave us like three prompts, and they were kind of deep, which was good because, like I mentioned in a previous tip, is that you want to open up, right? But they weren't anything crazy. They weren't anything that really elicited an emotional response. After we'd gotten the prompts, uh, I had opened up pretty much immediately about, I believe it was a breakup. And um, I'd opened up to, to John. And, you know, after talking for a little bit and me allowing him to talk, what we ended up talking about was how he was actually bullied when he was younger. We had talked about how now he, he's a bodybuilder. We had talked about how the reason he had gone into bodybuilding was because he wanted to be able to, he didn't want to have the feeling of being helpless. He didn't, he wanted to be, he didn't want to be helpless and he didn't want to be bullied again. And, you know, being overweight before, he, he radically changed his life and he told me about how the bullying had driven him to do this. You know, he also talked about his mom being an inspiration to him and his parents being an inspiration to him to be a better bodybuilder. He also opened up to me about how he purposely, okay, get this, he purposely, and now this goes exactly against tip number one, but he purposely put in earphones and he purposely had a mean look on his face just so that other people would not interact with him. 
and I, I couldn't believe it, honestly, because the person that I was talking to at this point, he was he was opening up with everything. You know, he was laughing, he was smiling. Obviously, not at the parts where he was getting bullied, but he was he was he was someone that I felt that I could be friends with for a lifetime, right? But I don't think this would have happened if I hadn't opened up initially, if I hadn't been vulnerable, and if I hadn't if I hadn't exposed myself early on in this conversation. So within 10 to 15 minutes, you can see that our conversation got deep and it got deep fast. And that opened new doors for our friendship to grow quickly in a short amount of time. So again, tip number five, let your guard down, right? Don't be afraid to share these things. Don't be afraid to be an open book, right? But at the same time, don't share anything too crazy. I mean, you don't want to share, you know, if you murdered someone, hopefully no one here has murdered anyone, but like those are not the things that you want to share, right? Um, turn yourself in. If you've done that, turn yourself in. But really, let your guard down, right? Let your guard down and open the door to a more meaningful friendship. Number six is listen, listen, listen. And I'll throw in another one, listen. If you've ever had the issue, and listen to me, if you've ever had the issue of not being able to keep a conversation going, it probably and most likely stems from a lack of listening. Because if you think about it, most people when they're, conversation trails off it's because you can't think of anything else to say but if you're actually listening and you're actively listening you can start to pick out certain parts of a story or certain parts of an interaction that one you can comment on or two you can ask questions on right so really listen to what the other person has to say I used to be really bad at this um actually my friend my good friend Natasha she um she says she's pretty blunt I had a project where I had to ask a couple people what they thought of me and, and how I interacted with them. But she essentially said that there were times where I got this glossy-eyed look in my eyes and that would occur when I was listening to her. <laughs> and she said that that it seemed that every time she was talking, it would look like I was just preparing the next thing that I wanted to say. And she felt that she never really felt listened to and uh, it made me feel really shitty. <clears throat> but the idea there and the reason I tell that story and obviously now I've, I've made a massive change, I really make a conscious effort to listen and to understand what the other person is saying and to give them my full and undivided attention. But the reason I tell that story is because when you're not listening to someone and when you don't feel listened to, I mean, think about it in, in your shoes. When you're not feeling listened to, it can be one of the worst feelings in the world, especially if they're telling you something that they're passionate about, right? So if you follow the other tips, and, and, you've, and you're diving deep and this person is opening up to you about you know the passions of their life and, and maybe all the heartbreaks that they've had and then you're not even listening, that's gonna immediately put a stain on the friendship that you two have already created. So make it a point to listen and to understand what the other person is saying. And not just listen, but to actually care what they're saying, right? Because friendship is more than just conversation. Friendship is about caring about the other person. So if you can bring that into the relationship and you can bring that into the conversation early, then you'll be able to keep and make friends quickly and fast. If you're able to do that, then you'll be able to make friends easily and you'll be able to have these deep and meaningful relationships early. The last tip, number seven, siete. Uh, act like you're already friends. And I would say this is the biggest piece of advice that I can give to anyone listening. I came across this quote and it was strangers are just friends that we haven't met yet. I have this belief and I truly do believe this. I believe that strangers are just friends that we haven't met yet. 
And, you know, damn, you know, when you think about it, like, when you think about it like that, you realize that all these people that you haven't met yet, they have the opportunity to be a friend to you, right? You just have to meet them. You just have to open up. You just have to take all the tips that I've kind of laid out before and use them. But if you act like you're already friends, it'll come naturally. And I think that's the biggest thing to keep in mind is if you act like you're already friends with this person, if you already have that mindset, then you don't even have to think about all the different tips that I've given you because you'll naturally want to do these things, right? So again, act like you're already friends. And this is the biggest thing. When I met, when I met quote unquote, John Smith in that class and he opened up to me, in my head, we were already homies. When the teacher asked us to share the stories that we had told to each other, I immediately right off the bat, I said, hey, this is my new friend, John Smith. Don't be afraid to act like you're already friends with a stranger. It's going to open the door and make things go a lot faster and a lot smoother. For a more actionable tip, since I know that there are going to be some of you that you know want to understand how, how can I do this? How can I act like I'm already friends? One is to picture it. So mentality. Just understand that this person's already your friend. Don't, don't think about them as a stranger. Think about them as your current friend. You know, you can even you can even loop that in the conversation. You can say, hello, my friend. You know what I mean? You can you can add that into the conversation, but it begins with mindset. The second a- actionable thing that you can do is consider the way that you phrase things around this person. Consider the way that you talk to this person. You know, by that I mean use phrases like, hey, I'm not, I'm not sure how you're feeling right now, but but I could use a nap, right? The difference between that, I'm not sure how you're feeling right now, but I could use a nap and I could use a nap is I could use a nap is inherently more singular, right? It's only you. You don't include the other person in this storyline. You don't include the other person in what you're thinking. It's simply a statement of fact. I could use a nap. But when you say, hey, I'm not sure how you're feeling right now, but I could use a nap, right? It kind of loops you and the other person together in an interaction. And it creates this storyline that, you know, you are in this together. Obviously, you're not going to take a nap together. But the idea is that, this person is now included in your story. You know, you could you could have just mentioned that you were tired, but you actually included this person in your phrasing. So be mindful of the phrases you use. You know, use words like you and I, me, we. Use, use words that include the other person. And if you think about it, you would probably already be doing those things if you were friends anyway. So again, start with the mindset. Start with this thought that you two are already friends and you'll be a lot better off. And there you have it. Those are seven actionable and hopefully useful and valuable tips to making friends easily. Uh, if you like this episode, please let me know. Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at the Human Glue Project, or feel free to email me even at the Human. Well, it's not at, but the Human Glue Project at gmail.com. Feel free to reach out to me. Feel free to ask me questions, and I'd be more than happy to get back to you on them. And finally, thank you all so, so much for listening. I really appreciate everyone that's taken the time out of there to listen. You know, because it's really hard to put out content like this. Um, I have a newfound respect for YouTubers, for podcasters, for bloggers, for everyone that puts out media and content. It's tough. Um, And not even on the technical side, not even on the content creation side, not even on the content creation side, but in regards to the fact that, you know, you're putting out something that you really believe in, right? Right. so I really appreciate all the feedback that I've been getting. I appreciate all the ideas that you guys have been sending in. And um, hopefully you're able to, t- to apply everything in this episode to something in your life. Um, thanks again for listening. Have a good one, guys.